Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another exciting episode of the 3-on-3 Sports Podcast. Uh, Love and Ben here, as usual. We're going to take you tonight through the magical world that is, uh, you know, the Detroit Lions. And then once we get depressed and drink ourselves into a stupor, uh, we'll talk about the rest of the NFL. So, uh, first of all, Ben, how are you? Um, as our friend Tony says, great. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, let's, you know, let's, 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 okay. Um, let's jump right in. So we didn't really do an episode, not, we really didn't do it. We didn't do an episode after the, uh, meltdown at Ford Field against the Bears. Um, there was a plan to do it. There was a plan. It just didn't work out. But, um, quick podcast update before we start. We hope to start churning these out, uh, once or twice a week, um, Hopefully in the beginning of October, it's just life's a little hectic now, as many of our Judaic friends know. It's uh, it's a little crazy out there now in terms of uh, holidays and all kinds of good stuff. So, um, but you know, rolling back, the Lions. We watch them every Sunday, and we expect different results. But it's you know, it's the same garbage with a different recipe. It's the same puke-inducing dross. Yeah, I don't know if that's a word or not. I heard it on the radio. So, <laughs> but it's the same awful, awful, awful product week after week with no future. And you know, we got our great leaders and Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia. I have the best fourth quarter call in NFL history. So please don't question my fourth quarter tactics. You know, if you put on a blonde wig on Patricia, he wouldn't sound too far off from a certain president of ours. <laughs> But this is not a political podcast, and we are not going into that. Um, But, you know, yeah, that was, I mean, he just sounds like such a, if, 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 you know, if our podcast wasn't marked clean, um, there'd be a lot more choice words I would have, but he is so arrogant. Yeah. And I mean, you know, if Matt Patricia, sorry. Bob Quinn told us after firing Jim Caldwell that nine and seven was unacceptable. We're going to bring in this great defensive rocket science genius from the Patriots who's going to fix us all. He's going to come in, save the day, and be our Lord and Savior. I mean, we were all excited for him. To come. Listen, I was too. I thought, hey, listen, you know, maybe we'll do something. And then first year, six and ten. I'm like, all right, first year of a coach trying to put a system in. Last year, three and thirteen. I'm like, all right, three thirteen. Not- 3-12-1. Oh, right. 3-12-1. I forgot about I'm forgetting that. about the week one meltdown. Right. Uh, you know, I figured, you know, Stafford's hurt, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We'll figure it out. But then, you know, you come into your third year as a head coach, and not only do you not show improvement, you see the same issues happening day in and day out and day in and day out with just, it's, it's, it's a different recipe for the same for the same exact uh, issue, yeah. um, he's a defensive which, de- genius with a terrible defense. He, well, right, and you know that was always the talk about crazy. him with the Patriots. His defense set, um, not set. His defense was like sixty yards short of tying the record um, of most yards allowed by a defense, right, which his, was set by the 08 Lions. Oh wow! Well, maybe he'll break it this year. You never know. Um, I mean, 14 weeks but, to go. Right. But, you know, 
when, when it comes down to something like this, you have a head coach here who's not making the adjustments necessary at halftime. It seems like other teams adjust to him, but he doesn't adjust back. You got Cliff Kingsbury going on the record this morning, Wednesday morning, September 23rd, 2020, saying that, you know, yeah, we played the Lions last year, and you know what, this year it's the same exact thing. So basically saying, hey, we're going to beat them again this year, like effectively. You can you can look back to the week one of his first season when they had the same plays as the year before. They had the same exact everything as the year before to the point where the Jets are like, oh, we don't even have to figure anything out. We know what they're doing. Like, right. There were rumors, I remember that game, about tipping calls and, and that, you know, everyone knew what was going on. And the Jets basically said in the postgame press conference and interviews that pff, we knew it. Yeah, Jim Bob Cooter didn't oh, Jim do Bob. Change, change a thing. Where is Jim Bob now? But I Isn't mean, a quality. No, that's Joe Lombardi. But it was a quality but, control coach. I thought or Joe Lombardi was um, for the quarterbacks. Co- oh, quarterback coach. coach for the Saints. Um, he, Jim Bob Cooter was rumored as a. Um, oh, Jim Bob Cooter is an American football coach for the New York Jets. Well, you see where that got him. Right? <laughs> and then yeah. you wonder why the Jets are trash this year, right. too. But we'll get into... I mean, you know, Adam Gase. Right, all that stuff later. But Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia, Quinn Tricia is there, so lovingly known here. They need to be gone. And, you know, Sheila Hamp, our owner, she was so quick to stand up to all the racial issues and all the stuff and all this, you know... Hey, you know, we're behind our team and blah, blah, bloop, bitty, boo. And you got Michael Rothstein on ESPN writing glowing articles about her, how she brought in this professor, her friend from Yale or whatever, and how together they sat down with the team and and talked about, you know, race issues and, and all that stuff. And I, I understand, I'm not, you know, again, I'm not trying to wade into political waters. This is, it's a very important discussion and topic to have. However, you're an owner of a football team whose season is currently going down the toilet actively. It's not even like spinning in the bowl. It's We're already talking down about the down the sewer. We're past city limits going into the processing plant. That's where the Lions season is now. Yeah. And you got her, Sheila Hamp, who, just like Martha, just like Bill Ford Jr., just like William Clay Ford, hiding behind closed doors, if I would be a betting man, and I pray that I'm proven wrong, Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn will be back at the end of next year because they'll blame it on COVID. If you watch the press conference earlier this year, when Sheila Hamp took over, or whatever it was, a Zoom call, she said, well, it's a weird season, COVID, blah, 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 blah. That is not an excuse. You cannot have this level of ineptitude on a a professional football team week in and week out from a rocket scientist coach who nasa wouldn't hire because they'd be afraid he'd kill someone because that's how terrible he is as being a head football coach in the nfl and you know what when this is all said and done and quinn and patricia are fired they are never gonna see another head position coach in their respective departments ever again my bet is they're gonna go back to the patriots go back to billy belichick's you know loving wing and they're gonna sit there again and prove that they're worthless pieces of garbage as doing their job at what they are i'm i'm really upset i agree on the sheila um ford hamp whatever her name is um point and you know what i don't care sorry i hate to interrupt you (laughs) but the espn article michael rossi was saying how he she saved jeff daniels's theater in you know 
who knows where Michigan. I don't care. I don't care if you're Mother Teresa out there helping the poor on the sit on the streets of the city in Detroit. Your main priority right now is the Detroit football team. And if you can't do your job, then sell the team and get the hell out of town. Because you know what? This city, this franchise, the fans, we've all had enough. And if there was a way, you know, in politics, you could recall elected officials. If we could recall the Ford family from ownership of the Lions, that referendum would pass not with a 90% majority, not with a 95% majority it would pass with a hundred percent of the votes going to recall the ford family because you know what this is unacceptable it's ridiculous i mean let's be honest sheila probably ran the team the last two years under martha's name because i'm sorry what what is a 94 year old woman doing but she's so involved, and she's in all the meetings. And she you know, raises You know who's hand. involved? Jerry Jones is involved, at however old he is, also in his 90s. Arthur Blank, who you know what? And I hate to steal this from Mike Valeni, but Arthur Blank ran a business. What did he run? The Home Depot. You know what the Home Depot is? The largest home improvement store in America, maybe even the world. I'm not sure. Don't fact check me on that. But you got a guy who knows how to get the job done. You look at the Fords, and, oh, look, Grandpa Henry... Uh did all that we're just raging you know, anti-semitic I mean, we're not going to discuss that i mean well the four the, the whole collapse of the big three happened under no but you know what he the, was the, too the, william clay ford was too stupid and too dumb to run ford motor company so in order to say listen just stay out of our way let the big boys do the real work you have fun ruining a football team into the ground and you know what that's what he did <laughs> Yeah. You know, the day that JFK died was the, and was shot and eventually died was the same day that William Clay Ford bought the lines. Just fun fact, a little piece of trivia. Oh, remember those uh, William Clay Ford patches on the lines jerseys? Yeah, I would have burned them. <laughs> it's, this I mean, is a it's, man it's insane. who's, I, you know, you've got, you're, you're the first team in NFL history to go 0-16. You hire Matt Millen. And, you know, I don't wish bad on anyone. And I hope Matt Millen is... Healing up well from his heart issues, cancer, whatever he had. He had some, had. Sort, he had he some had. serious health issue, and I wish as him well. a person. But you know he what? Might be, he, he's he's a, great a great guy. guy. I would love as to as a football. Ha- I would love to sit down and have a beer with Matt Millen. Hundred <laughs> percent. Jim Schwartz would probably be at the top of my list because you know that guy's got some good stories. <laughs> yeah. Jim Caldwell might be a bit boring, but you know what? Hey, probably a nice guy. The you know that you can't hire. You can hire nice guys all you want, but, but the problem is when, when you're hiring people who are incapable of doing their jobs and you have an owner who's incapable of doing her job as an owner of a football team, this is unacceptable. You know what this feels like? It's, this is very cathartic. You know, this, is, this is a little bit nostalgic for me, probably more for you because I wasn't following during the Millen era. This reminds me of the last season of the uh, Martin Mayhew experiment. When um, uh, when Martha Ford ran through Allen Park like like uh, the Grim Reaper on her wheelchair or whatever she was doing on her golf cart, clearing out offices. I don't care. I hope she does that. I hope. She I honestly, does that. at I'll this I'll, point, but, I'd much rather have Martin Mayhew because you know what? We made the playoffs with Martin Mayhew. <laughs> that's true. Um, the best football team we've had in the past twenty years was under Martin Mayhew. Because you know who we had. We had that team that got hosed against the Cowboys in 2014. Sue, Sue I think Vandenbosch was on that team. Steven Tulloch was on the 
Stephen Tollock before tearing his ACL. You had, you know, it was Stafford's best year. I'm Nick convinced Fairley, you had a top had a defense. Year. And you know what? Slay, you pissed it all away. Glover and you're doing bonehead decisions years. like paying for uh, who's the tight end that never plays? Um, Jesse James. Jesse James. You're wasting a third overall pick, and I don't mean to be harsh on Jeff Okuda, but he might still be good. But you know what? You're not putting him to cover the receiver and having Aaron Rodgers pick him apart the entire game. You drafted third overall, the worst corner, according to Pro Football Focus last week. Also, oh, speaking of worst corner, according to Pro Football Focus, um, to all my haters about my uh, Stephon Gilmore take, Stephon Gilmore had the worst game of his career. Um, Stefan Gilmore is bad. Not bad. He's not good. Not not that good. I'm sorry. He's not top five. So yeah. All right. But um, but I'll tell you this. Mayhew was a GM from 08 to 15. Um, we that means we probably got two more years of Jim. Uh, and Bob how Quinn. many years of that? And how many years of those were in the playoffs? More than Bob Quinn. Two, three. Uh, yeah, three. Two. No, two. What about the one where they lost against the Seahawks? That was Bob Quinn. That was Bob Quinn. Well, you know that what? Was he Bob was riding Quinn's Mark Mayhew's team from. That was Bob Quinn's inherited team from Mayhew. Again, Mayhew is not a good GM. Mayhew was awful. Mayhew stumbled across his own um, whatever into drafting Stafford. A uh, blind Sue. man could have done that. A blind man could have done Sue. That's true. Sue almost, Sue almost won the... Heisman. Right. Um, Was on that team again. Like a lot of his signings were good. Yeah, but because then big names still want to come to Detroit. Because you had Calvin, you had had Calvin, you had Stafford, you had a fun team. I remember those days: Louis Delmas, Chris Houston. Here you got this imbecile trading away. What's his name? Quandre Diggs. The best corner. Golden Tate got traded. Golden Tate has been. Awful for the past two years. Maybe it was just a product of Stafford, but we will never know. Uh, uh, Quandre Diggs, Darius Slay, you're, you're, you're drafting rookies in the fifth and fourth round and then releasing them and seeing them go to other teams. What are you doing? Yeah, it- You're bringing in old Patriots washed-up retreads like Danny Shelton and Jamie Collins, who in his first Deron game got... Harmon. The, well, he's actually not a bad safety. But, but Jamie Collins... Still. Was a disaster in Cleveland, good under Belichick, got shipped out again, and sucked. So what would lead you to think that you, Mr. Matt Patricia, with the, with the pencil in his ear... After all the writing on a lami- guys failed. Right. And, and, you know, writing on your laminated piece of cardboard with the non-existent plays that is really the same three down linemen, every three down linemen rushing every play on defense, and you're not calling the offense because Lord knows if you're calling the offense, Stafford would be in a body bag right now. Yeah. What are you doing? It's 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 it, it drives me mad. But he, now at least I have an excuse every Sunday to watch and laugh at my own team as they go f- further down the toilet and into the sewage systems of Lake Huron and the Detroit River. <laughs> Speaking of Jeff Okuda, according to again Mike Valenti of the the ninety seven won the ticket. Oh, I heard this. Um, during the draft, um, the the uh, the personnel wanted did not want Jeff Okuda. Right, the, they wanted the, the um, and 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 Matt Patricia did not want Jeff Okuda. Matt Patricia wanted Derek Brown. Which I, I hated. The I hated pick. Brown. I'd rather Okuda than Brown. I'll be honest. 
Okay. But but hey, when you're head and, and the player the, personnel the, the guys, player personnel wanted Tua. And I would have if they would have drafted Tua, Tua oh I would have been you know not running around naked but, down you know uh, woodwork. I'm but sorry, Mr. Speaking. Quinn. When your player personnel is telling you don't take Okuda, take Tua, and when your head coach, who well, you're building this team yeah, for, yes, you're not coaching Bob. Matt Patricia is, and you know what? Maybe that's, and I don't know how true that is, this report is, but you know what? Maybe the problem is that Bob Quinn is just bringing in his guys and they're not fitting into Patricia's system. Let's think about that for a second. Could be Patricia's a decent coach, but we don't know. know. But when when your head coach and your player personnel are telling you, do not take this guy, here are the the options that we should take, And, and you still go on and take your guy, even though... You're, wh- what did you hire these people for? Wh- why are they sitting there then? Because Bob why, Quinn why don't you just always do it all thinks by yourself, he's then? the smartest man in the room, and he's always going to think that because he had one good pick with Kenny Galladay. Uh, I'll give, what's his name, Frank Ragnow a pass. And Ragnow. But, Although, I mean, both Ragnow, of those were in his first year. Right. Ever, he has no good picks Ever since that. then. TJ Hawkinson, I hope he's good. But unless the guy out Jared of the game. Davis? Jared I'm Davis. sorry. <laughs> Tavai. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Tease Tabor. Tease Tabor. I mean, forget about him. This guy had the slowest four so forty though. in history. He's so tall, though. It's it's. <clears throat> oh yeah, uh, they might throw Jamal Agnew out there. He's a he was a good punt returner his first two years. I haven't seen anything since. He was an all pro. He, yeah, I said his first right. two years. He was an all he was pro. A great punt. He yeah, cause he had two punt return touchdowns, or three. Um. Yeah, he's fine now, but but he he can't he can't play corner or safety or whatever he was uh, drafted for, whatever his position was. Corner. He can't play receiver. They only they put him out on wheel routes, not wheel routes, um, jet sweeps sometimes. Um. Yeah. He, like you have you have no good picks. I'm just waiting Kenny for him Galladay, to start drafting random lacrosse pl- players, pl- players and put on a Bill Belichick hoodie and, you know, just to get the full experience. Mm, yeah. And you know what? Look at Bill Belichick. He has Cam Newton, and the Patriots look like they haven't skipped a beat. Yeah. Oh, also, maybe he's going to try one prayer to retire. He's going to draft a kicker with a 3%er tattoo on, on him also. Okay, but we're not. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, that's about all we could say about, you know, the Lions. It's It's... <laughs> It's infuriating. It hurts my head, and especially like you see other teams and they find these guys undrafted late rounds. You've got teams. Look at the Raiders, who built their team right, who might actually be a successful, good team this year. After, I don't know if they how get Derek good. Carr out of the team. Then yeah, Derek Carr looked better this week than Matthew Stafford did the entire season. Yeah, but. And I, I love I myself some Stafford, think, uh, but you know what? If I'm Matthew Stafford at the end of this year. I go into Martha or Sheila Sheila Hemp's office and I tell her, either trade me or I'm retiring like every other good player you've ever had in the forms of Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders, who Barry Sanders didn't even have the respect for the Lions to fax them his retirement papers. He sent it into the Wichita State Commune uh, Publishers Daily or whatever. You know? It's just, uh, why, why, why can't we have normal owners? There's a lot of people also saying, oh, not a lot. There's a fra- small but vocal minority saying, don't sell the team because 
uh, the new owners are going to move the team. I'm sorry. Is yeah, and you know what? The, Those people need a lobotomy. The, the, the Detroit metro area is roughly 4 million people, probably a little more. We are, despite we are one of the biggest sports markets. We're a top five, top ten America. sports market. You know what? If the Lions move out of town, and I'm sure fans will be happy, you know what? Someone else will come in. That Whether it be the Jaguars, who are still tr- might move, One and we'll LA get <laughs> Minshew Mania. As much as I hate Dean Sp- Spanos, you know the Chargers might move in. There will be teams who will move in. Detroit has Detroit is one of the few cities has all four sports for teams. a reason. Yeah, and you know what? When they're good, and when the economy is good, and there's no COVID nineteen running around, the, the stands the, are the, full outside of the Pistons, but separate issue. Yeah, even Red Wings stay uh, are full. Right. It's Not full, it's, but you know, you know, it's, it's infuriating. But looking ahead to you know next week, um, we're going to Arizona. We're gonna get beheaded by Kyler Murray and 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 Cliff Kingsbury and, and his Hopkins magnificent house and and Hopkins and the and the Lamar and, Miller is their running back. Uh, no. Um, oh, okay, uh, Kenyon Drake. No. Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought for sure they're gonna get run over like a buzzsaw, and the score. And I and I can't wait to sit down on Sunday, watch the game, and watch Kyler Murray have you know 120 rushing yards, 300 yards in the air, and four touchdowns between his rushing touchdowns and his passing touchdowns. You know what? I'll be excited. Um, what's his name? Buda Baker will cover everyone except for Buda Baker and. Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson will cover everyone except for Galladay. Galladay will have a couple of good plays if he, if he plays. If. Okuda's going to cover Hopkins and get him <laughs> annihilated. <laughs> if I'm a fantasy owner with Arizona players, I'm starting everyone. I don't oh. care if you're the third string wide receiver. That Heck, I'm starting me. you. That reminds me i got to start Drake. <laughs> I haven't won one of the leagues. But... Uh, Anyhow, moving on from the Lions and all that stuff, let's let's, let's kind of look at teams who have a future. So I kind of want to just go through the rest you know, of the league. That right. Means. Let's look through you know some of the teams and more of the you know after two games. Obviously, this is just one eighth of the season. I don't know. So, and we'll preview this week's games and maybe we'll talk a little hockey for like the last couple minutes of the show just to satisfy those who have been messaging me about. No, you know, Jimmy Howard. But looking at the NFL standings, AFC East, you got the Buffalo Bills and my favorite quarterback in the NFL, Josh Allen, first place. Stephon Diggs has opened up that offense. I'm still think I still think that the Bills are the favorites in that division. I think that the Patriots do not have any wide receivers. They Fair. Cam Newton. I mean, they have is another. Him, as much as I love what Cam Newton is doing in in uh, in New England, Cam Newton is 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 a bad hit away from another injury. He's been a, destroyed his entire life because Not, his play his play style is very entertaining. Right, it's amazing. It's very but, entertaining. I love watching him, but, but it's just, he's prone to injury. He's very prone to injury because of the play style. The um, Jets in that in the in that division, the <laughs> Dolphins. Which we'll get to in our preview, but I'm very excited for Thursday Night Football. The, no, I was doing the for the Jets. Oh, the Jets. Wasting Sam Darnold. Probably the worst team in that NFL. Well, I mean, look at their coaching staff. They have Adam Gates and Jim Bob. 
You know, right, well, there you go. Yeah. But I think they're probably in the pole position for the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. And if they were smart, which who knows if the Jets are. Why would the Jets take Trevor Lawrence? Because Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback than Sam Darnold. And I you, just could, think, probably get, you could probably Sam- get a first-round pick for Darnold. And I know I could, and I was I was going to go into later detail with a few teams down the line who I think would do it. Mm. Okay. And where that brings me to the AFC North, where there's two teams at two and zero: the Ravens and the Steelers. Ravens, obviously, we know the drill. Defense is great. Offense defense is great. is great. Offense is great. Probably going to run away with that division. The Pittsburgh Steelers, on the other hand, great defense. Offense has been okay, and Ben Roethlisberger is 125. Which brings me to my point about Sam Darnold. If Sam Darnold is on the trading block because the Jets have the first overall pick, if I'm Pittsburgh, I'm calling them and I'm saying, listen, you know, let's negotiate something. I don't necessarily know if Sam Darnold would grant you a first-round pick. Well, it reminds me of that. You just reminded me. Josh Rosen. Still on the practice squad somewhere. But I'm... Sure, he'll get signed by some team who gets their quarterback knocked I, I, out. I don't think you got which, a fair I, I, chance. What? I don't think you got a fair chance in the no, league. He had which, a good. He not a good. I'm year, actually but. surprised Denver didn't look at him with all their injuries. <laughs> That's true. That they, they got um. They Blake got Bortles. Uh, and and Jeff Driscoll, <laughs> Lion Legend Jeff Driscoll, if we all uh, remember before yeah. the David Blau experience last year. Okay, well, then there's a uh, Cleveland. Cleveland is an interesting team because, on paper. They have all the talent. I love Baker. Odell Beckham, pooping jokes aside, is still a great player. Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. We saw last week, Thursday night, that they could technically be an offensive buzzsaw. Their defense, again, Miles Garrett should be good. But what happened? Why yeah. are we here at 1-1? One and one? I mean, granted, their first game was against the Ravens, so it was expected they would get destroyed. And so, again, it's also only the first two weeks, so... Right, one and one teams. I mean, for me, that's whatever. a team it's... to watch. The Browns, I think, are going to be a fun team. Whatever happens, well, the second either Roethlisberger or someone else on the Steelers get hurt, Cleveland's going up to two. Oh, um, AFC South. Oh no, Cincy. Well, Cincy, Joe Burrow, rookie quarterback. They're still trying to figure out. You he know, looks good though. He looks good. I would love myself some Joe Burrow, but you know, the team's we'll see what happens. They might. They'll probably win a few games. You know pick up probably either Jamar Chase from LSU in the draft, but I'm looking way too far okay, ahead. Okay, so, so here, if how about if the Bengals get the first overall pick? Trade. Trade you out. get a King's Ransom for it to get Lawrence. Okay. Um, and if you don't, you... you, you I, 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 but, but Trevor Lawrence is so, so good. You, what, yeah, you, but here's the thing. You, Joe you wouldn't Burrow, trade Joe Burrow for okay, Trevor Lawrence. So Joe Burrow beat Trevor Lawrence last year, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Joe Burrow is excellent. I love Joe Burrow. And Trevor Lawrence is also excellent. But, you know, the Bengals, maybe they'll pull, you know, in Arizona and move on from Joe Burrow. And, again, there'd be teams lining up through the door to get him. But, again, we'll see. But I don't think that the Bengals are going to end up with a worse record than the Jets. Um, AFC South. AFC South, Tennessee, still good. You know, Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry still doing their thing. They need a new kicker, but which team doesn't? Looking at you, the Chicago Bears. Um, and this brings me to number to the number two team in that division, which to me is the most interesting and the most entertaining team in football. Jacksonville. 
they only won one game. Minshew Mania. It's only a week two. You can't really right, look into correct, but records. One hundred percent. We're not looking at records. I'm just Unless looking at how the teams look. What might happen? Minshew looks good. Minshew looks amazing. He went nineteen for twenty in the first week. I forgot what he went in the second game, but he also had a good a good game. He that offense is not bad. Minshew is not bad. I don't think they're going to be the worst team in football. I think they might go eight and eight, seven and nine, mm, four and twelve. Even four and twelve, they still won't be the worst team in football. And you know what? Because you got the zero and sixteen if, Detroit Lions part yeah, two. Yeah, but Gardner Minshew the might be a franchise school. quarterback. <laughs> I doubt it. He might be. I think he's good. He's shown he could play at the NFL level. He's good, but, and I'm excited. I don't see it. The I don't co- see it sticking. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh, fun fact about the Houston Texans. They suck. Um, only the Houston Texans and the Lions haven't had a forced turnover yet through the two weeks. So, well, they also I mean, have the highest point differential in football. And I, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's also because of the big loss to the Chiefs, but doesn't matter. I, I don't know what that tells you. Tells you about the Texans. That tells you a whole Bill, lot about the Lions. Bill O'Brien. Good head of coach, absolutely god awful general manager. Um, AFC West, you got you know moving on to the AFC West, Chiefs two and zero, not surprise. rocket science. The Raiders though, they're, I think that's been a good. very nice surprise, especially after the game that I watched the whole game and it was entertaining as probably the be- most entertaining game I've seen in a while. But Josh Jacobs looks good. The offense looks good. The defense looks solid. John Gruden is clearly building this team into guys that he wants. Darren Waller, one of the top three tight end in football. Derek Carr looked good, but Derek Carr he has consistency good. issues. So. <laughs> Which brings us to the Chargers <laughs> at 1-1. One and one. So the Chargers are a fun team because they're busy puncturing their starting quarterback lungs and making a collapse. And at the same time, you got Justin Herbert, who looked very good. You know... Like a rookie, obviously, but still very good. Justin they almost Herbert, beat the just, Chiefs. Just a clarification, Herbert was not the one punctured in the lung. Right, it was Tyrod Taylor. After yeah, after having a broken rib and trying to but get But you know what? Chargers look Chargers look good. They're not bad. But I mean, we'll see what again, happens. And we're gonna rookie, do another one of these in a few weeks. We'll it's be, not gonna be it's not gonna last too long. Just an FYI, we'll we'll be doing this kind of format for all the teams every few weeks. Um but the Denver Broncos, I don't even know. So many injuries. So many injuries. Son. Shout out to everyone's ACL, which reminds me. Shout out to the ACLs out there. I feel for everyone having been through that myself, which reminds me. I just finished. finished I'm completely game ready and cleared for any game related activities, <laughs> according to my physical therapist. Very exciting. Um, Little personal note. But there was like seven torn ACLs. Yeah. Saquon. Cortland Sutton, to quote the breaking tweet, um, Cortland Sutton tore up his knee and will be out for the rest My of the season. My guess is probably an ACL and a meniscus, which is a common injury. I'm a knee expert. What if it was the MCL, PCL? Those are much harder injuries to come to happen, and they're much harder injuries to come back hurt. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't, but who knows? And then How do you, you know got... he's coming back? <laughs> Two years into his career, <laughs> and he's out. 
Um, now, sitting at the top of the NFC East, the Washington football team. Which, by the way, the name is kind of starting to grow on me. I think Blech. we should keep it full time. Hot take. Blech. I mean, Washington's one and one. Cowboys are one and one. Giants and Eagles. Giants are and two. Eagles e- suck. Carson Wentz looks like he forgot how to throw a football, which was actually really funny that the um, broadcast on uh, Sunday I saw highlights uh, had Philly fans recording of Philly fans booing Carson Wentz as he threw another interception. So the fake fan noise was booing Carson Wentz. I thought that was entertaining. That division, I don't know. Washington looks good. They have a great defensive line. Um, I mean, that that defensive line is first-round picks. Right. Montez Sweat, Deron Payne, um, Ryan Kerrigan. He was a first-round pick in 2012, but still a first-round pick. Still really good. Um, Who's the other? Oh, Chase... Young. God, what's his, Chase Young, I forgot his last name. Um, the the other guy from Alabama. Um, I can't remember his name. Montez Sweat? No. Montez Sweat wasn't from Alabama. Oh, right. And they have that, I mean, and then you have not the Cowboys who have that, Shoot. who look, they look okay, but I'm still not convinced Dak Prescott is an amazing quarterback. When were you? Who who's convinced of that? I mean, you watch ESPN, you watch anything, you'll think Dak Prescott well, is the next coming of Tom he, Brady. The, 2.0. They said that about Romo also because he's the you know back of America's team, right? Yeah, which they're to, no longer. I don't they think they've been America's for, team for years. They just get shoved on our throats and it. They, they drool for for every Cowboys player. Um, yeah, like Tony Romo. I'm sorry, I don't think Romo was a good quarter. I think he was good. I don't he think was he was good. Okay, great. I'm sorry. He was good. I don't think he was to what what he was propped up to be. Most of his years with the Cowboys, outside of um, what's it called, cheating against the Lions. Yes, it was cheating. I don't care what anyone else says. Dean Blandino partying on Jerry Jones's bus. Yeah, um, woo. They, they they weren't really good yeah. in the Romo days. Um, which brings us to the NFC North. Which Lions Vikings suck. Kirk Cousins, I don't know what the heck happened to him. Maybe he got COVID or 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 got hit over the head one too many times with a baseball bat because he doesn't know how to cook steak and he doesn't know how to throw a football either. It seems like Packers look like the Packers that you know. I didn't think they were going to be that good, but they look like a good Packers team. Yeah, Rodgers and the floor on the same page. Everything looks good. The Bears are where it gets interesting because the Bears are technically two and zero. But I think that's that has to be just because they played the Lions and the Giants. Yeah. They're not good. I'm sorry, Bears fans. Trubisky started last week? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they played the Giants. Not good. The division is going to be the Packers by a, you know, by a mile. Second place, probably the Bears. Oh, well, the Lions are in third. Just based on point differential because the Vikings lost by one more point than the Lions did. So... Take that for data, as David Fitzdale says. Um, moving to the NFC South, the Saints. So this is my hot take about the Saints. Drew Brees is done. How is that a hot take? Cooked, finished, goodbye. Again, everyone except for ESPN knew that. My man. He's, thir- he's, he's 40 years old. He can't throw the football further than five yards down the field. Drew Brees is... Um, 41. Yeah. Who, who, 
Everyone knew right. he wasn't going to be good. You know what? That Again, defense the, got the, carved. The media. The media. Drew Brees, I mean, Drew, Drew, Drew Brees, but it's not 09 anymore. He's not, or whatever year they won, 09. Yeah. Yeah, they won in Yeah, 09. I think so. Against the Colts. It, yeah, it's not. It's, Against Jim Caldwell, actually. It's it's not 2009 anymore. He, 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 he can't throw in, again, people thought he couldn't throw back when he. Because he had the he, shoulder He had his bionic and... arm or whatever, but now especially he can't throw. And with isn't Michael Thomas hurt? Michael Thomas is Michael hurt. Thomas is hurt. He doesn't, he doesn't have, have anyone to bail target. him out. Um, his his He's whole done. I guess their whole offense now is just give it to Kamara. Right, throw it five yards to Kamara. The rest of that division, the Bucks. Forty one retired. Tom Brady and the Bucks. I'm still not convinced they're going to make the playoffs. As much as I say Saints are cooked, I think the Saints are a better team than the Bucks. Gronkowski looks like. The Gronkowski I thought would you know he would look like, which is not great. Trash. Um, the rest of that division again, as of right now, a dumpster fire. You got the Falcons and the Panthers. I don't know, but this brings me to the most exciting and I think, in my opinion, the best division in football. The NFC West. You got the Cardinals sitting at two and zero. You got the Rams at two and zero. You got the Seahawks at two two and zero, and you got the San Francisco lack of ACLs at one and one. They had, I mean, I feel bad for the Niners. You have Bosa, you have Solomon Thomas, you had, who else got hurt? Jimmy G got hurt, not an ACL, and a few other players. Did McKissick get hurt again? Something like that. I, I couldn't uh, keep track of everyone. And they're playing the Giants again at MetLife, and their plane got hit, and they couldn't get an MRI truck, and it's just been a week of disaster for the Niners. But I think, honestly, in that division... I think Seahawks or Rams are going to come out on top, but I think you might be able to. I think you might see two wild card teams out of that division. That it's either, it's either two wild cards out of that division, or the Seahawks are one wild card and Tampa is the other. I don't see any other right, but uh, possible. Yeah. But looking ahead, Jonathan Allen. That's the guy I was thinking of oh, for there the. Right. Washington football team defensive uh-huh. tackle. Uh-huh. But looking ahead to the upcoming week in football. Um, Thursday night football, like I said, I'm very excited. You got Fitzmagic against Minchu Mania. Um, I think it's going to be a fun game. I think Jacksonville wins. I think they win. I don't think... That was my question. I don't know. I'm confused. Maybe they're still selling them. Who knows? Um... That's just my pick on that game. What do you think? I think Miami gets a win. Because right. it's, uh, 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 so let's just speed through the these Cal- quickly. The and then, Florida rivalry. And then we'll uh, wrap it up because we're a little over time at this point. Bears-Falcons. Falcons. I, I think after that yeah. debacle last week, they have to come back and show a win. Rams-Buffalo. This should be America's game of the week. Obviously, it's not because the Cowboys are playing the Seahawks, so, you know, that right. has to be game of the week. Uh, but I think... At least the Giants are if, if Josh Allen is who I think he is, I think Buffalo's going to win. So I'm going to just go with Buffalo just based off of gut. Yeah, I'm going with Buffalo because I just... I'm, I don't trust LA yet. I did say they're going to be a wild card team. Right. I didn't say that. I said I said Seattle and another team will be a wild card team. Whatever, fine. Washington, Cleveland... Washington, Cleveland. 
This is a tough one because I think Cleveland's the more talented team. Washington keeps it going. But Washington might keep it going. I'm still going to go Cleveland. Okay. You're going with Washington. Yeah, Tennessee, Minnesota. Tennessee. Minnesota sucks. Yeah, yeah. Vegas, New England. This is a this is actually interesting. You know, everyone's all high on Vegas after last after Monday Night Football against the Saints, and so am I. I think I'm gonna go with Vegas here. Actually, the Raiders. Belichick barely loses two games in a row. So New England. All right. Pets. San Francisco at the Giants. I think that's an easy San Francisco win right there. There's no Saquon Barkley. They got Devontae Freeman, Daniel Jones. Uh, the NFL stinks. is uh, investigating the MetLife oh, yeah. turf. And next week, <laughs> because of so the Festival injuries. of Suck in Philadelphia. Cincinnati at the Eagles. Burrow gets his first win. Ooh, hot take. Um, I was actually going to go with Philly finally snaps out of it, but I respect that take. Uh, Houston at Pittsburgh. I think it's Pittsburgh. easy. Pittsburgh. Uh, New England at Indy, another unanimous decision. Indy beats the... New England, at, the Jets at Indy. Sorry, New York at Indy. The Jets. Blah. Um, I think Colts won this one in a landslide. Phillip Rivers looks like his old happy self. And uh, all is good on planet Earth. Carolina at the Chargers. If Justin Herbert plays the way that he did last week, Chargers win. I saw I was wrong about Carolina. Carolina, so I thought they were going to be good. They're not Chargers. Tampa at Denver. I know I said that I don't think Tampa's going to make the playoffs, and I still stand by it, but the Broncos don't have Drew Locke, don't have Kirtland Sutton. The Broncos don't have a team. Right. So uh, let's go Tampa Bay. Uh, And this is the official drink yourself into a stupor game of the week. Detroit at Arizona. Arizona by Whatever the whatever whatever the spread is, I'm betting, you know, the favorite, which is Arizona. I think it might be seven and a half points. Bet on that. I think they'll win by 15, 20. Yeah, no chance. So Dallas at Seattle. That's going to be an interesting game. Seattle. Dallas is not good. I'm sorry. But, yeah, I think they, also they Seattle will come back win against the, the Falcons. Here's the question, sure. though. Is Pete Carroll going to get fined again for not wearing a mask because he's too busy chewing gum? Yes. Um, Green Bay versus, no, maybe Chaz will um, take over. <laughs> um, Chop Chaz, whatever it is. Whatever it is, take over CenturyLink <laughs> Field or whatever it's called. Yeah. And we'll enforce it on. And him. then Sunday night, under the big lights of the Superdome, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers against uh, Drew Brees' noodle arm and the Saints. The Packers, Packers. are good. Packers are going to win. Which brings me to Monday night's game, which is, I think, the most exciting game this week. Two unbeaten teams going against each other on national TV. ESPN does not have the Burger Card and Burger McFarland anymore. All is well in the world. Kansas City of Baltimore, go. Um, it's going to be like two years ago when the Rams were good. And they played the Chiefs, and it was like a 50 points for each team shootout. Um See, but here's the here's thing. The I think the defenses are better. Both teams have really good defenses. Right. Um, I don't know who to pick. Uh, I'll pick Baltimore just because I think their defense is that much better. I think Kansas I think City, the, I Patrick think Mahomes is better than similar. Lamar. I, mean, I think the offenses are similar, um, but Baltimore is a better defense. All right, and that gives us a wrap to our Week 2 recap and Week 3 p- preview of the 313 Sports Pod. 
Thank everyone for listening. Subscribe. We're on, by the way, breaking news. For those of you who get your podcasts on Amazon Podcasts, we're now available there too. Well, they don't hear us because they get their podcasts on Amazon Podcasts. They don't know that we're on there though. Yes. Well, if you search us, you'll you know you'll find it. But we're available Apple Pod, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. Uh, subscribe, like, Please give us reviews because I want to hear who else hates my takes. About uh, tweet at us at the three one three Sports Pod. Listen to us on our website three one three sportspodcom dot com. And enjoy your week, and we'll see you later.